School spirit up for them Alpha step, omega step, kappa step, sigma step Gangsters walk, pimps gon' talk Ooh, heck you know, that boy is raw AKA step, delta step, S-G-O step, Zeta step It's too fucking early, this must be with the breakfast club you feel like heck you know, that boy is raw I'ma get on this TV, mama I'ma, I'ma still got this chase of two-piece, man I'ma make sure these light skin tickets never ever some bullshit. Told him I finished school and I started my own business. They say, Oh, you graduate. No, I decided I was finished. We ready, man? Yeah, man. Alright, we're in the crates for this one, dog. It's a fucking early episode. God damn. Good morning, motherfucker. Let me hit the drops, man. Well, we only got one drop, but I want more. I went to cheesecake. He was up for the mother. Waited there. Alpha step. Omega step. It's the school episode. The black episode. <laughs> Shout out to those HBCUs out there. <laughs> Alright, man. How y'all doing, man? This is the I Don't Know Who Needs to Hear This podcast, episode seven. Seven, seven smooth? Yes, it's yeah. seven. Oh, we, we moving, bro. God damn. I'm your boy, Goldie Rube, Goldie Fats. I got my main man, Smooth, with me. Yeah, 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 Rakia yeah, yeah, G yeah. is in the building. Okay. Third week straight, oh my God, Smooth. We got, a, <laughs> we got, we got consistency. We, we got three consecutive episodes for consistency. once. One female voice for three episodes, my nigga. Keep it up. God damn, I we booming, bro. What's up with y'all, man? We recording early. We got a lot of shit to get into today. A lot of, you know... Well, it's the reason we recording early, obviously, but how y'all doing, man? Um, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Yes, we didn't sleep morning. together last night. <laughs> <laughs> I never understood that. Like, so are you supposed to say good morning to somebody that you slept with the night before, or just because you slept with them, do you not say? Yeah, it's just a habit yeah, to say good morning. You still say good morning. It's a, it's a, it's a term of it. Don't really it's mean a, nothing. It's, a it's just good morning. Yeah, nigga. Oh, right, my bad. Excuse me. Sorry, sorry. It's early. I see who didn't wake up on a regular <laughs> bed. You who obviously. Right. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, left, I woke up on the, the far side, close to the edge. I'm usually next to the wall. That's my spot. Oh, all right. I, <laughs> Why you I looking over here, dog? Because I had to look over this time to make sure you wasn't rolling your eyes like last episode and shit. Like, I just wanted to make Wait, sure we was dog. on the same page again. Anyway, man, I got, uh, how was y'all weekend, man? I had a chill weekend, you know what I mean? My my arm's still hurting. I went went chill with the bros. We went bowling, uh, what was that, Monday? Yeah. Came, you know what I mean? It was, it was 50, 50 sets of push-ups for the losers and shit, so I was on the oh, losing wow. team. And Niggas was out there looking like Jamie Foxx. I bust out. The crazy thing is I actually owe, like, I probably owed a hundred clip, and I gave niggas, like, I gave niggas, like, 42, so <laughs> I still owe, but niggas got to catch me to get it. Very nah, cool. I mean, that, listen, that's what happened when you when you asked that niggas. Niggas was dumb swollen that bowling alley. So my chest still, my armpit still hurt, like. I will not forget the speed limit. But uh, that was just me. What y'all get into this weekend? This weekend? Oh, Nothing. It was regular, was right? Yeah, work. That's yeah. all I fucking do. I, oh, I was playing Monopoly yesterday. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, man. I scrape, lost. Scrape, I lost for the first time. I was about time. to say you scraped properties. Yeah, I, no? I lost for the first time in like three games. I swear to God, like, I, I was on like a Monopoly streak. 
I was fucking people up. But I lost yesterday. Molly got me up out of there. I see. I couldn't afford. He he scraped your property up like he took anything from you. Yeah, man. You you land on that boardwalk one time with that hotel on it, nigga. That's a long night. See, that's <laughs> what happened when you when you try to go up against real niggas, like you know what I'm saying, like real hustlers. They know how to get you out your money, bro. Nah, bro. What it was, I kept landing on income tax when I spent the go button, the, the go, <laughs> and I kept having to give two hundred dollars back. So I was wasting my time going around the board. I swear to God, I hit that shit like six times. Bro. Ah, man. I gave like 1200 He done scraped you. Give me all that. I need all the property oh, tax. And I didn't land on free parking. Mad as shit. Mad as fuck. That's oh. I was in second. That's all that matters. <laughs> what I, about you, Rob? What you get into? Nothing, really. It was Yesterday was more like a little self-care day, deep conditioning, get your nails done, and that's it. Right, <laughs> Just yeah. girly shit. Nothing. Yeah, regular black girl shit. Yeah. I know, um, I know, we, well, we recording earlier for the listeners. They don't give a fuck because the episode's still coming out on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Smooth hitting the brush today. I was going to go, but I ain't get a haircut. I'm trying to save myself for my birthday. That's my self-care day. <laughs> Your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, nah, um. Pisces season, My man. brother, uh, my brother Jews is actually doing two panels today, so. Yeah. You, you, would you happen to know him? Because I don't know off the top of my head. Um, I know it's in Newark. I'm trying to find the name. I mean, when the listeners hear it, it's going to already come out, but I still want to plug this shit. But now he is doing something really dope. This girl that I know, um, actually curated the event. Yeah. And, um... It's called the Garden State of the Union Artists and Media Conference, and that's in Newark at La Rouge. That so yep. that was that's that started now as we record. Yeah. That was from eleven to two. Mm-hmm. I would have went to that one, but we recording early. And then he's and then he's doing another one in Jersey City. He's doing there's a panel at the Buy Black event. There's a, yeah, well, it's not a panel. I'm just saying he's oh. support. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's we dead. gonna link up there. I mean, yeah. I can get into the event like in Newark, but he to- he speaks that too. So like it's still time. Oh okay, if need be, but I'll see. Well. I mean, that's what he's into. So, shout out to my brother, Jews, man. I love you, bro. Great things you're doing. You know what I mean? Create is create. I stole it from Joe Budden, but it's my shit now. He can't beat me. (laughs) Fuck that nigga. Love that nigga. Um, Other than that, man, this is the... uh, the, the fourth week of... The the fourth Sunday of the month. It's the last Sunday of the month of a short Black History Month. Um, You know, I want to say thank you to the listeners as always. Last week, we had a real good episode. I think it was one of their favorites. It was one of mine as well. Uh, we got, you know, it was very pro-black, and I want to keep that same energy going into this next episode. Uh, this Yo, episode, mm-hmm. how we how we let them sneak presidents there into Black History Month? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, now that we got a black, I mean, we don't acknowledge that shit. We only acknowledge that one president. I, I, I wasn't even off of work. I was mad as shit. I didn't even think about <laughs> it. <laughs> but see what I'm saying? You see how they put all this shit in this one month? Right. They snuck that shit in there. We had when I was saying all those, when I was saying all the events that's in Black History Month, I forgot All Star Weekend. Damn. So yeah, we, we throw that shit right in the mix too. So, but we, but we run the NBA, so that's that. We, can we take run that. the NFL. Well, we don't run the NFL, but no, we, you, run, I, we run the NBA though. I you, know that. We the face of it. We definitely run the so, NBA. Uh, but you know, as we as we had the pre pro meeting, we start talking about you know what we what <laughs> we, 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 we we took that name. It's really pre pro. It's pre pro <laughs> from now on. <laughs> so as we had the pre pro meeting, um, you know, we was like we decided we, what we wanted to get into. So we want we just wanted to get in, you know, let's we wanted to touch base on how shitty of a black history month this has been. Like so one, of, one of the more shittier years, yo. Yep. It's just so much negative shit going on. Am I trip am I tripping or Hell no. It's been really, <laughs> really like bad. Like it's to the point where it's like comical, like, all right, <laughs> I'm gonna just forget about this shit by like the summer. 
Like, I mean, how many, how much shit have we endured this one month? Like, I'm, how much shit has set us back? Let's be honest, bro. Can y'all really count? We got the we got the the clothing shit, the designer brand shit, uh-huh. with the disrespecting this month. We Two got the Jesse Smollett shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, R. Kelly finally R. Kelly got finally was charged, which is I, I get, positive. I take that as a win. Yeah, that's, that's what positive. I say. Which is a positive. Right. That's positive. But it's still like, but it's like, yo, y'all really took a damn documentary to do that shit. Y'all had it the, right the first time and exactly. still didn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying. What else happened? Um. Damn. We've seen a lot of black people's true colors. We've seen a lot of uh, yes. division within our culture. You well, know, shit, with with not, Floyd Mayweather, what he did. I was about stuff, to say, like, not to mention, not together it, brought, like it brought a lot of, yeah, it brought a lot of uh, artists to the forefront. Not artists, but a, a lot of our black public figures to the forefront. And we got to kind of see their opinions on the matter. You know, integrity, mm-hmm. that's been a big thing with Monique and Steve Harvey. We, right. see what kinda, we see what side of the spectrum Steve Harvey falls on now. Um, I mean, there were positive notes. I mean, we had it was a big year for the Grammys in terms of hip hop. Right. I'm proud of that. They didn't get it all the way right, but I see the acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, whereas with the VMAs, they kind of just do shit for social media. Yeah, and it's like, I right, no black people care about this shit. And then BET hasn't been for black people in some while. They did wow with they've um, done with some Nikki. bullshit with Nikki. Yeah, that was and, wild. Was nasty, so yeah. You dumbasses! <laughs> we, really I don't even up. know too many people still tuned in to BET. Like they're they gonna fall off in the next ten years, bro. Probably before what that. What, what comes on BET right now? Uh, I don't, I don't know, but they I think, like adapted like certain shows. Like they redid Boomerang. Yeah, I was about to say stuff like that. One of the classic shows, what that Eddie Murphy movie that mm-hmm. they. Uh, but the oh. Boomerang, that's it. I'll pass. I, don't the, I mean, it. no, doesn't BET do like the the um bio- biopsies, the bi. What the hell you call they, it? I mean, they in charge of like the new edition movie, the Whitney. Oh, they did the, the they did the the new Biopics. edition movie. They did the, uh, the they did the Brown, Bobby Brown movie, which was but trash but still funny to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah, they BET's were just trying to capitalize minute, off of though. off of what happened with a uh, new edition, and they just thought that they were gonna make bread. But anyway, other than that, we don't talk about BT uh, like unless it's the awards. Mm-hmm. Like we ain't, we don't go there no more. Ain't 106 and Park ain't on no more, and that There's shit. Yeah. On. And when it was on, we wasn't watching that shit. Right. So yeah, I'll they stop been. Watching yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I say that to say, um, I mean, we did take some positives from the from from this Black History Month moving forward, and I mean, we we got some wins out of everything, but it was just a lot to endure, oh, yo. Like, did y'all see how? Cause. Dolce and Gabbana, just back to the fashion shit. Dolce yeah. and Gabbana, just like they had a super racist ad in China, I think. You have there's videos of like people at the stores putting all their shit in a box to throw out. Like that's the type of protest they need, you know? Yeah. And we not doing that. Yo, Mo cousin downstairs <laughs> right now doing the most at ten o'clock in the morning. This nigga's playing all time. I don't this know if the listeners can hear it, right but <laughs> this nigga is fucking me up. I'm trying to endure, but it's not picking up in the speaker, so I ain't tripping. But this, yo, I wish this nigga's doing the most. So anyway, but, um, but before before we move on, bro, this is this goes back to what was said last week, like when y'all just trying to cancel Gucci. All these niggas are the same, bro. I've been telling, like, I've been telling people the same thing for the longest. Like, 
Gucci, Louis, all these people are owned by pretty much the same people. So if one is doing some racist shit, trust and believe another one is going to be doing it as well. Right. So stop. Don't just oh we going we going to rock with Fendi. We just not going to rock. No. First of all, Carl, all of them, Carl that just passed away. Carl like He was racist as fuck. Really. And nobody knew. Like he he has said some like really like terrible things about black people. Um, he was insensitive to I want to say like the R. Kelly thing. It was a lot that he said. Like Amanda Seals, she she posted like "Rest in peace." However, you're a racist fuck. Oh, like she man. went off. I like, love her. Yeah. yeah, she went off. Amanda but, like Diva. it was never like in the limelight. You would never know like he was really that racist because like he's always around black people. Well, the fashion the fashion business is supposed to be a competitive business, but for the most part, what we don't see is that they are in cahoots with each other. Like they do share brand design. Yeah, like they do share brand design. So it's like if one does this shit and they see it as a good marketing tool, they all start employing that shit onto their company. And right now, like I said last episode, black people were at the height of just we haven't, you know, like what what did I say last week? Like we haven't gotten, you know, reparations for the, the oppression that we've received over the years and mm-hmm. it's like we uh, take one little thing and we on your ass but at the same time when we on your ass and you start putting all of this racist shit into your clothing whether it be a market employee or whether this is how you really feel black culture wants to cancel that shit but by us trying to cancel it that's only clickbait for everyone else who right. really don't give a fuck about us to go watch this shit view this shit buy this mm-hmm. shit the sales are going up we watching this shit yeah. we watching what happened with H&M I don't think there's actually been one fashion designer who has shown racist tendencies and then they've disappeared like no. they just no they're longer still in the limelight yeah. Montclair for example I want to say Joe Budden talked about that yeah. brand a while ago because yeah. they made what the they the, made the black they made the black face yeah. the, they made the keychains and then they For had the black face recent, bubble right yeah. yes the bubble jacket so now recently because of Milan Fashion Week they posted like this this dark this really dark model in this amazing extravagant dress mm-hmm. and she was gorgeous and all these same people talking about fuck these racist brands they was posting it saying how yeah. beautiful it was like y'all completely forgot that these are the same people that you know did blackface yeah. So it's like y'all always contradicting yourselves when it comes to this. It's kind of like I annoying. Mean, we've had Montclair, Katy Perry's Hill, we had Burberry. We had Burberry for the baby with the, showers, with the man. noose. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's crazy. It's, but what I'm, it's crazy how we support this shit. Like it's crazy how we love this shit, yo. Mm-hmm. Look, like we love this shit and they do this shit to us. Not saying that. I'm not saying they do it on purpose. I don't know if they do it on purpose. It's I'm just sorry. that it's like where there's, yeah. there's a lack of common sense. Like, yeah. I don't. I just feel like with all of these brands, it can't be one sensible person that's gonna be like, "Yo, y'all gotta stop doing that," or like, "No, this isn't right." Like a noose, my nigga. Like, are yeah. you kidding me? Like, when? Why, why was that even okay? And they better be glad it wasn't a black girl modeling that <laughs> shit, because then that probably would have set like more controversy than what it was but still I was about to say that like I, what what black what black model would like you she's canceled as well and I'm not, and I'm not but even for cancel culture but mm-hmm. she's gone like she's out of here but you, got, but I'm, but I'm, you like gotta think about it though because there's a lot of models that are trying to get in the game my friend I was just with her around Valentine's Day she didn't even tell me then, like, within that the past week, it was Milan Fashion Week. She flew out there, and she walked for Gucci. That was her first major show. So, for certain, and she's black. So, for certain models, it's like, they don't really have a choice. Like, they're still trying to get in there. So, like, you're telling me it's her first big break. She got flown out to Milan. You want her to say no because it's Gucci? 
Well, that goes back to the Steve Harvey and Monique topic. We kind of touched on lightly because it was more so about Cardi last week. Mm -hmm. But that's the money versus the integrity. Not selling out for your people and take and not taking the bag based off what they what they want you to look like and how they want you with how they want you to endure and, and be for them. And versus your own morals, your mm -hmm. own standing, your own uh, your own heritage, your own lineage. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. passing down these traditions to your kids, your children's children, your friends, your family. What we should really stand for. So I mean, in it's that sense, like, I want to talk to her about the bag it. It's such a yeah integrity and fucking up the bag. They really go hand in glove because it's like you have to. This is what you want to do for the rest of your life, but right. you have to. You know what I'm saying? You have to feed your family. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have to feed yourself, shit. And this is this is your career, so you have to make those sacrifices. It's just a shame that we're sacrificing our integrity for this shit. Yeah. Because they, you know, they they're putting us out there to even give us this choice, give us this option. We're that's and that's honestly that's black privilege. We always talk about white privilege, but that's black black privilege in the sense where it's like negative, where you know we sacrifice like the the privilege that we've earned over the years, like we've sacrificed shit. Just to be on their level, when I've said for so long, we don't, we should just set our own goals, our own standards, mm -hmm. and we need to stop chasing after what they deem and how they feel we should be, and what they deem is success. And, and black success and white success should just be two d totally different platforms at this mm -hmm. point. Black and white, everything, honestly. And I'm not this guy, and I'm realizing I'm turning into this guy. I'm sorry that I'm becoming this guy, but I'm, I'm really starting to feel like. It's not that we can't coexist together because, like I said in episode three, I love the allies. I love, I love them. But know your place. Right. Know your place and know, know where you stand on a black spectrum and understanding what we've been through. So that way you can better, you can be a better ally and a better friend to us. And it's just getting to a point where we have to separate our goals from their goals and set our own standards. So mm -hmm. that was it. But as, as far as like what integrity goes, I feel like you gotta look at it through two scopes. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone's integrity isn't the same, and it's also a matter of what what bothers you, and what bothers other people are never going to be the same. I you know agree. what I'm saying? So, like what you were saying with the Gucci thing, like your friend modeling for Gucci. Of course, in other people's eyes, I'm like, oh, why would she do that? If, right. if we sitting here, but maybe she didn't view the, the the Gucci blackface thing or whatever they marketing scheme scheme was with the sweater was as a knock against her, just because. Like, yeah, it, it wasn't like it, her. Like, I honestly didn't like when I see when I seen this the sweater. It didn't rub me the wrong way because I knew what the purpose of blackface is, and I know what Gucci was doing. Mm -hmm. But I see what it did to society, and when they when they viewed it, they like because a lot of people just want to join in and just jump on something and say, "Oh, that's blackface, that's blackface." Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just going to join the cause. But you got to look at it like this, like you said, she has to support her family. You know, she, that's her big that's her big break. So what she viewed as her integrity was them being sacrificed because she doesn't care what she looks like to other people because it wasn't a knock against her. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just because it was a knock against you or whatever. And like going back to with the Super Bowl and Travis Scott, all the, all the artists saying, oh, no, don't do it, don't do it. But y'all all had y'all shots to do it. Like Beyonce performed at the Super Bowl. But three Travis times. Scott, three yeah. times. You know, like it's it's easy to say, oh, yeah, let's 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 not uh let's let's cancel the, uh, the NFL. Let's do this because what they're doing to Kaepernick. But however. Robert Kraft is a, is a supporter of Meek Mill and, and a Trump supporter as well. Like so, so you know, what I'm saying? The, so he's um, playing both sides the, of the spectrum. Yeah. So Patriots. who who are we to say oh, that okay. who who are we to say that oh Travis Scott should not take his big break of performing for the Super Bowl if he just had a phenomenal year just because of what's going on in the community or mm -hmm. what the NFL is doing? You know, 
integrity is a personal standard. That's what I'm. But but that's what I'm trying to say. Like so, you know, for us, we need to start taking things. Our, our you know, taking our personal goals and making them the standard instead of taking what their goals are for us. Make our own goals. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. I mean, that's what it all comes down to. And I mean, that that actually leads me to my next point, to where you know I have been conflicted a lot, right? I've been conflicted for years, and it just kind of it brought up a lot of tension in me. Uh, you know, first of all, a round of applause. Rakia finally got a degree. Well, not finally got her degree. She she graduated what three years ago? I graduated five years ago. My G. I graduated in five years ago, and I just physically received my um, diploma in the mail. So I've been graduated, but I never had the paper, and I wasn't allowed to like use my transcripts for certain yeah. jobs. Yeah, and I, I know that feeling. I know yeah. that feeling all wow. too well. That brought up a point in me because, um, you know. Higher learning, let's call it what it is, secondary education, high school, higher learning, mm-hmm. what we what we do after high school, I feel as though, you know, we had gotten to a point where as millennials, you know, we were told from our parents who are the baby boomers, the baby boomers told us, you know, we should go to college, mm-hmm. we should aspire to, you know, live fulfilling lives, we want to be, we want to be meaningful, we want to have impact, we want to move forward, mm-hmm. right? We were told these things by our parents, and there's nothing wrong with them telling us that, because, the college rate did increase. I think it increased by 28%. This is a fact. I did Google this. So when I made that, that, that fact about marriage, that was some bullshit. I made that up. But I did Google that. The college rate increased by 28%. Right? Uh-huh. So we did, millennials did go to college so much more than the generation before us. Mm-hmm. But we're in so much more debt now. We're in so much more debt, and we also don't have jobs. Like we're, I said, I um and the cost of living has risen. Yeah. So and on top of that, money means everything now, and we're not at we're not we're not achieving it. We're not at the level where we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So the point that I'm trying to make and tying that all in is that I don't know if these were necessarily our goals that we've been because we were just it, taught like, like we were, even yeah, in school, we were like, taught you know shit. the teachers that cared about us they like no like you guys should definitely go to college do all this stuff build yourself up they didn't tell us the the real shit though like no one no one broke it down for me when it came to that i mean my i've had people in my family go to college that was it wasn't like big yeah. like all right i'm the first person shit like that yeah it was more so like, no, like you, you've been book smart. I've been in the top of my class since forever. I went to McNair and then I get into this school. Nerds, man. Right, I'm a big <laughs> nerd. <laughs> get into this damn school. Actually, when I first, I've had pressure since high school because. We all did. It was like with McNair, I went to school with, 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 these, with these people, like diverse as fuck. These people that would get like 2200s on the SATs. And at the time when we went, it was 2400. Mm-hmm. And they still couldn't get into Duke. Like it was that type of pressure that it's we crazy. had. My first, my freshman year, I got my first F ever. And I, I think that's that's probably when I started being depressed about shit. Like I've been fucked up our since future, high school. Our future, like, oh my God. Because no yeah. one prepared. Like the, I went to a charter school, the one on Danforth, the long ass name. The community charter school, whatever. So I See? went there. No, it, it was under Create at one point. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, so I went there, and, like, yes, I was at the top of the class, but, like, I wasn't in a class where, they like, certain middle schools, they have, like, AP classes and shit mm-hmm. like that. Like, they had more funding for stuff to prepare me. It's not like I didn't know math. Yeah. I, of course I knew math, but, like, it was a different degree of, like, I, I'm just comp- I had to teach myself everything. So my freshman year, I was in tutoring, like, every day. Mm-hmm. And then I graduated with like a 3.2, 3.4, and I thought I was dumb. 
Like I graduated high school wow. with that and thought I was dumb. But that that's just the pressure. And and you know what's crazy? You're speaking from the perspective of actually fighting for this shit and, and really, you know, studying it and mm-hmm. really grinding the pavement and really getting into the books. And I wasn't even a 3.0 student. I was like a 2.5, 2.6. Didn't take and it goes to show for me, for me it was more so like uh when I was in when I was in high school I was taught, you know, as I was, I was on a block and my stepfather always said to me, you know, my stepfather was a hustler. Mm-hmm. So he always said to me, yo, I don't want you to do what I did. I don't want you to, I don't want you to end up in jail. You know what I'm saying? My dad is in my life now, but at the time my dad wasn't. So my stepfather was the parental father figure, the paternal figure in my home. Mm-hmm. He was telling me, I want you to go to school. I don't want you to be on a block no more. I want you to really apply yourself. So I fell in love with football and that was going to be my way out. Right, mm-hmm. football was gonna take me to what I really wanted to get into, and then I fell in love with poetry and writing, and then I realized poetry and writing could take me where I wanted to go. So I all I tied that all into school, but I could have went so many different routes. But my parents had driven this, and it's not their fault. It's not my mm-hmm. mom's fault, but she wasn't educated properly, so she only wanted to give me the life that she never had. Yeah, my mom stopped that. She barely finished high school, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. And, but the problem with trying to give your children the life you never had is that that they you they're not allowed to live a fulfilling lives for themselves. They're living your life, right. and we're living vicariously through their dreams. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like even when we get the degree, we don't give a fuck about the degree because yeah. it's really something. That my y'all de- wanted. Yeah, <laughs> my degree is really a fucking uh a refrigerator magnet. You know what I'm saying? Like it's really it's really I like t- how the report card shit. was in fifth grade when you got a <laughs> hundred on the test. You feel me? And smooth? I put it on my dad. I got it. I looked at it. Took a photo because I'm about to go the fuck off. And then I just gave it to my dad. I was just like, yeah, hey, take this shit. I don't want it. Now, okay, guys, move. Get your um, shit off because you've been quiet. Well, yeah. for me, <laughs> well for me, uh, as far as like college goes, well. Cause I, I kind of played both sides of the spectrum. Like I started, yeah, I know in, public, I know I started in, a, in, a, in a public grammar school, and then like I wasn't the best student in there. And then I went to a Catholic high school. It's kind of when I like straightened up and like really got focused on school, mm-hmm. and I finished like you know top of the class and stuff like that. And when I was going, the reason that I went to college because me, well, me and my sister are pretty much first generation of going to school. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Beautiful. For the whole family. Beautiful. You know? mm-hmm. So we we pretty much had to like you know go through Shout the foundation you, and and make those I don't want to say mistakes or go through the things that the people under us that we that we are role models to to understand. So now after graduating, I I, I graduated in 2016. I can tell people like yo, if you don't if 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 college isn't for you. Don't, don't do it. it. I said that to my sister all don't the time. Honestly, what did I absolutely yeah, like? You yeah. don't have you don't have to do it because they what they they don't tell you everything that that comes with. Like there's no, no. there's no like it's no real like the, the the college placement people they tell you oh yeah just apply for financial aid da da, da you get some scholarships da, da da. It's not even no, that easy. No, it's not. It's a whole bunch of it's a lot of and shit <laughs> and trap doors that they don't tell you about with mm-hmm. with a lot of these loan companies that you take financial aid from and then when you get out it's a lot of debt it's coming just with bullshit, it it's like a whole all around of, they don't bullshit. tell you that you should that you should exceed as well in in all your classes and try to be a 4.0 because when you get out that bachelor's don't mean shit if you ain't got no 4.0. It don't not mean, even. Because one of my close friends, that shit don't, don't matter, your resume though. If you didn't even network well. Some, right. I know, Word. hey, Smooth, it's shit. Fuck the, fuck the GPA, honestly. Yeah, I know some guys. Matter. I know guys with, with 4.0 and, and shit. shit. I know guys with 4.0 mm-hmm. and still ain't got and ain't where they need to be, Smooth. Yeah. It's more so like if they don't teach you, if they don't teach you anything else, networking. 
networking. Yep. But us as millennials, we become so secluded that we grew up in a generation of technology. We're not of uh, we're not evolving in we're not we're, we don't like intimate settings we don't like talking to each other personally mm -hmm. we don't really like we do but we don't we don't like we don't network the same as they did last generation it's not hey rakia how you doing nice to meet you what do you, you know do? what are you trying to yeah do? like it's, it's, it's we're, not, we're not face not to face happening. talking we're not building relationships it's on the computer like every anything you learn about a friend it's not it's not being told to you it's it's being learned from the computer and i take that and i say that we've we've lost touch of our generation has lost touch of networking lost touch of resources so we're walking we're walking out of school with this degree but if you if you don't have anything on it if you didn't join a frat if you if you didn't join any program that was going to better you and level you up if you didn't get into any internship you're leaving out of there saying i got a 4.0 i have this degree but now i'm back in the real world and i'm and i'm basically at pathmark again but then it's those same people like people there's First of all, at my job, like, you don't even need a degree to get the job. Yeah. And there was hella Greek people in there doing the same shit that I that, did. That was my next point. But but, that but past that, they mm -mm. also actually feel like experience. About, oh, two years of experience. Motherfucker, I just graduated. Right. Yeah. Like, me, how what do you want me to get experience if I can't even get my fucking foot in the <laughs> exactly. door? Exactly. Oh, it's like. And now I'm at an age where, like, I can't even, I can't accept in, entry level. I have rent to pay. Yeah. Like, people, when I did exactly. that post, people, people that I haven't spoke to since college reached out to me, you know, telling me about their jobs, like, their opening, send me this, send me that and then they're like yeah it's gonna be entry level so like your pay is not gonna be the best i'm not saying i want great pay right now but i need something to make sense you ain't y'all y'all ain't y'all ain't experienced over qualification yet yeah that shit is crazy like when you when you want the job and it's like all right this could i can handle this and then they tell you all right well you overqualified right motherfucker <laughs> i'm overqualified yeah it's, so, it's just yo, fucked up like it's just so, so fucked up i say that to say there are four of us in this room. We we have a passion, and it's the crazy thing is that none of us are well. I don't well, except for Rakia, our passion kind of ties into our degree, but then it doesn't because what we do, what we do for hobbies and what we do to better ourselves, that our our degrees don't show that. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're just accolades. You know, Mo Mo is a criminal was a criminal justice graduate. Smooth is a criminal justice graduate. I'm an English lit education graduate. Mm -hmm. You're an you're, you're a journalism graduate. And the companies that we in don't reflect that. It's us uh, except for Mo. But it took Mo like three, four years to really get his foot yeah, into that it takes field. A while. I remember like, when Mo was working in the mall. He graduated, that nigga was in the mall fucking what you was doing, Mo? Driving rental cars or some shit, parking. I like, did. Yeah. And and then bro got where he needed to be. Now now his passion is music and gaming. Mm -hmm. So he took that and he applied that, but he still has his job, you know what I'm saying, to back him up. Right. But it took him years to get in there and you know what I'm saying? So it's like same thing with Smooth. Smooth is at the post office. Like, fuck, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could have like, did, did that shit as soon as I turned. Yeah, yeah like we could have just have jumped. I could have jumped straight in. If I knew facts. I was gonna be doing this, be, people are making good money doing people all that. that that's the crazy part. Right and then, have, and then the fact that I have all job. that shit on my dad in my dad's name because you know you needed a co-signer. I called and tried to get everything transferred to me. Cause uh -huh. I felt bad. I was like, no, we can't do that. Everything in my name. So yeah. lucky for you. I'm happy for you. But no, Fuck I you though. Bad because so, like my dad still has 33 to in there. I got 33 nah. to pay off, my nigga. Which my dad is has to like, it fucks up his taxes. It fucks up his paycheck sometimes. And it's yes. like you didn't, you didn't want me to go to school for that. So yeah. I'm just really waiting to have a job where I'm like, all right, this is my my card. Just put it on file, whatever yeah. the case is. Cause I feel bad. Like that nigga makes mad money. If he didn't have none of us, like. 
make mad yeah. money. But but outside of like the 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 after graduation stuff, college college has like been a major impact in my life though. Oh it, no, it, it has, and I was gonna get into that too. I, I wasn't. We, we we're not bashing. Yeah, I wasn't gonna shit on college. You know. okay. <laughs> I, I yeah, get what you're saying. Though. But like I was saying, as far as like education wise, I felt like when I went into college, I already knew a lot of the stuff that I was that I went into. You mm-hmm. know. As far as like my criminal justice, my core studies that I knew, like because that was something that I was really interested interested in, I just like pretty much furthered my knowledge. But a lot of this stuff was just like rhetorical ass courses that they made me take. Like it was like, oh, you gotta take applying computers with some Japanese dude who don't mm-hmm. speak English. You gotta take lifetime wellness and fitness. Yeah. Like yeah. why do I have to take dumbass classes? Started. I'm wasting my why time. That's why I ended class? up having like, the balance I mean, I on my account it, because I fucked I up it? in math in college. First of all, my college, my math professor. Was an Eagles fan, and that's all he talked about. We never spoke about math, and it's shit like that. I was like, "What? That's nigga, fucked up." I get paid. To, I'm paying you to be here right now, and I would, yeah, like, shut the fuck up and tell me what I need to know. Right. I paid you to tell me what I need to know, and, and that's what it, that's as millennials. That's what we how we really feel. Like, yo, my nigga. Yo, I'm, I'm paying 20 a semester, 15 a semester, mm-hmm. my nigga. Cut this small talk. He tell never me how to fuck. Spoke about yeah, math. Like, tell that me how to get to, to further me. my life. But fuck college, bro. After after like my sophomore year of high school, high school, I realized that a lot of this shit I didn't need later on in life. But yeah. like al- algebra, geometry, trigon- like, none of fuck? that. Yo, <laughs> think about I don't need this shit. I'm bro. like, I'm a writer. What the fuck? I count money you know, in my bank account. That's think it. About, <laughs> think about this shit. Like, and I I always said that college, you know, uh, higher learning was a scam. In America, at least, it's it, one of it the is. biggest scams outside of the pharmaceutical companies and whole business. And what whole business? You think whole business is a scam? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's higher learning. It's it's <laughs> and then it's music. It's, uh, if you if you can get a fucked up contract and get scammed out of all your money in music. But anyway, um, but that's still I, I might th- I might have to reconsider whole business because you're right. But um, <laughs> all right. So higher learning is a scam, and it's almost like, you know, when you when you in sec you know secondary education when you're in high school, they're teaching us a bunch of shit that's supposed to get us to where we need to be for for college. But certain programs, if you're in public schools, they're not. They're offering the basics. And if you're not really asking or getting involved, as I'm talking to the young listeners right now, if you're not asking and getting involved, involved, they're not going to show you the way. They're going to let you cruise by with your little 2.5, 2.7. Word, you take this you know textbook, do chapter yeah, three, like come back you, the you have to really, your parents have to really be pushing the agenda. Like, yo, your parents have to push for this shit for you. In these programs And I say that to say They taught us all the shit We never cared about In high school Only for us to get to college And, and think that The shit that we really cared about We had to pay for mm-hmm. And then we get in college And realize I'm paying for this shit And I don't give a fuck about this shit yep. It's no reason I, When I went into college Bro I went into college As a um computer tech Man, I looked on there and said I gotta take analytical trig My nigga yeah. I'm good bro I'm, I'm switching my yeah. major Analytical I'm, trig I'm good mm-hmm. Like fuck, that's, that was the drawing point for me, smooth. I changed my major so fast, my <laughs> nigga. So, and then we get in college, right? And it's like, I don't know, I don't know how you guys went about it, but I spent six years in college. That's because I changed my major three times. I went in freshman analytical trig, and then I changed my major. I changed my major to um to education my sophomore year, and then I changed my major my junior year. 
I changed my major to uh to no, I changed my major to English my sophomore year, and then I changed my major to education my junior year. Mm-hmm. And when you take education, you have to have a minor field. Right. So you, you have to have a, a concentration field, which was English. So now you're basically dual majoring because I have to take all of the English curriculum, all of the education curriculum, and then I have to take what the, the minor pre- requirements. The, yeah, the, the requirements, the prerequisites and shit like that, which we really don't give a fuck about. Yep. So I ended up I don't know. I think the requirement for most bachelors is 120. I ended up with 128, 128 credits. Mm-mm. So I got eight extra credits. I mean, for shit I ain't really give a fuck about. Right. And then these niggas calling me, telling me, yo, you got to balance. Oh, uh, you can come get your degree. Man, fuck that degree. <laughs> I still, because I'm still putting my transcripts down, and these motherfuckers still don't give a fuck about that degree right. and jobs that I'm applying for. Yeah, because now you, now you need masters. Yeah. yeah. And but, yeah, I mean, I don't have a job now, so I'm about to go back to school to get a master's and still probably not get a job. Like, well, I'm not even you, with the you test. will. You will. The field, the field, I, I, I just want all my, I, you know, I, I don't want, I don't want anyone to feel like the bachelor's isn't shit. Mm-hmm. That's a major accomplishment for us. It and is. I, I want, you know, I want everyone to understand that. That's a major accomplishment for us. So, kudos to all four of us. Mm-hmm. And I always say, smooth. what I always say, out of all the grind boys, it's like 12, 15 of us. And 10 of us have degrees. The other five that don't, that's not a slight to them, but 10 of us have degrees. You mean to tell me that 10 well-established, educated, young black men can't put a business together and make money together? Mm-hmm. Of 15 course. of us, not even 10 of us, but 10 of us have degrees. So 15 of us can't put a business together and make money? So, I mean, something is wrong then. That means education has failed us. If we if we if we can't take anything that we learned from college and put a business plan together, education has truly failed us. Yep. Or maybe we failed our college. I don't you, know. They put so much I stock never, into I this never shit. I never feel like I failed it, yeah. anything. But but no, it's a, it's a it big deal. It's a major accomplishment because especially for me, six years, my nigga. Fuck that. Yeah. You gon' you gon' know I got this. I'ma shit, tell you. It ain't shit until I start reaping the motherfucking benefits <laughs> of it. Right now, all it did was punch in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Feel me? So right now. It don't mean shit to me. Exactly. Right. And like so, well, those undecided people, you waste the money doing exactly. that. Exactly. Like Mo Get just decided, said, nigga. Mo right. just, like Mo just said, if you going to college, if you Mo just said, if you going to college, make sure you going you you going for something that you really want to do. He wanted to be an audio engineer. He went into criminal justice. This nigga get up, put a suit and tie on, hate that job, but the paycheck good. So now it goes back to integrity, smooth. But, but also with, with integrity what you, over uh, the money, because Mo don't want to put that suit and tie on no more. It also has to do with. Just you growing as a person and your passion changing, you know. Well, no, like, that was always like, his. Yeah, you know, I, I, no, I, I get you. I'm you sorry. Yeah. As far as like what you go to school for, and then you get out of school, you realize like, I right, if I'm not getting into this field, I might find something else that I want to do. And then you think like, damn, I should have went to school for this shit. That you know what I'm saying? People. Like I always yeah. wanted, like I always wanted to do law enforcement as a kid, you know. Mm-hmm. And I still want to do it, but it's not a major thing because I'm not in the field now. Like, look, I'm 24 years in, the end and I still ain't even touch them up. The closest thing I've done was armed security with driving an armored truck. <laughs> Yo. You know? The crazy and I done thing did is- so much shit. I'm, I'm out here making clues, creating podcasts. I'm out here throwing events. I'm doing mad yeah, other shit yeah. that I could have just. So my question, my question isn't for you guys. It's more rhetorical. So why is it our fucking fault when we want to change our passion? Why are we slighted for that shit? Why are we paying for that shit? Whether it's because I wanted to change my major and now I gotta put it, I gotta put, uh, I gotta apply for two more unsubsidized loans that I gotta pay back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whether you want, like I said, like we said last week, whether you were a rapper and then you wanted to do music, you know, it shouldn't be a slight to you. 
And right. I and I listened to the episode last week. Like, damn, I was coming out a little judgmental. It was more <laughs> opinionated than anything, but it needed to be heard. So I'm glad I was. I said it. But it was like, yeah, why are we slighted for that? Because we want to change. We we grow as people. We're we're being held accountable for shit that how we how we thought and how we felt at 18, 19. What we thought our goals were gonna be. We're in our 20s now. We're we're being held accountable for how we felt last decade. Yeah. And then in the next decade when we were in our 30s, I I, I put that in the pre pro like how we. Thought how, like just how V said, it's a different it's a different analogy, but it still applies. How we thought in our twenties, we're not gonna think in our thirties. Just like how we thought in our teens, we, we don't think like that in our twenties anymore. Mm-hmm. We're constantly evolving, but the problem is we're evolving, but everything else around us isn't. It's staying the same, and we're still we're fucked up because of this shit. Financial pressure is at an all time high right now. I wish if anything else. If anything else, that's what college should be around. You know, that's what it should be based on. Financial literacy, bro, is so more important than when I was 19 and I thought street credit and hood status was everything. Financial literacy is so much more important. And that's what I'm getting to in my 30s. I'm about to be 28 next week. I'm getting to that in my 30s. I shouldn't have done that. I should have been thinking this shit at 19, 20. Financial literacy is so much more important in my now in my twenties, all I in my nineteen in my teens, all I thought about was street cred, hood cred, the, my the opinion of others. I wanted to be that nigga. In my twenties, all I thought about was education, music. You know what I'm saying? I want you know I wanted to make an impact. That was it. That was the thing. Impact. I'm not making an impact at this job. I'm quitting. Right. Entry level positions. I'm quitting. Nah, I don't want to teach here. Uh, I don't want to sub here. I don't like the curriculum. I can't teach what I really want to teach. I'm not making an impact. I'm quitting. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have done that. But in, I felt this in my heart that was the best decision for me. I'm getting to a point now in my 30s. Now I'm thinking financial literacy and how how to make an impact and what I could have done to stay at these positions and made it better for my impact. For me, impact is just somebody listening. I said we should have started this podcast maybe 10 years ago. <laughs> that was, that for me was impact. That's why I went into teaching. That's why I, I chose music. Mm-hmm. I told y'all last week I have the gift of I, I feel as though I have the gift of gab I have a way with words People always want to listen to me They want to hear me talk And, I, and they want to hear me teach That's why I chose this field mm-hmm. Them niggas is lying bro. <laughs> 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 oh. I never told you that shit man. I never told you that shit Nah chill <laughs> so, Yeah yeah, God shit damn. changes, man. Like, and you, like, you shouldn't be afraid to to change or step outside of what you thought was your 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 passion. Or right, because you you're in charge of your life, so like, exactly. You gotta once you figure out what the hell you want to do, just do it. You can't yeah. be bad about that. You gotta go through shit, man. You gotta you gotta you gotta walk that line. Sometimes you gotta walk that cliff for others. You know, like I, me, me and my sister pretty much walked that cliff for. The, the, the younger people in our family so we can so we could give them the knowledge of what, what what we went through in college and what we went through afterwards you know like so we we, we, we took that step mm-hmm. and and I mean we dealing with the repercussions of it whether it's a, it's a positive thing or a negative thing is both different for both of us you know I'm not going to say that it was a negative thing for me even though I, I'm in like some crazy loan debt but it is what it is like, I'm gonna make it through yeah you know so but I could also tell my younger cousins or my younger siblings like yo if it's not really what you want to do, if it's not something that you honestly have your mind set on when you're going through this, you don't have to do it. Yeah, take your time. I tell all my cousins. I'm telling my sister that now. She's a senior. Yeah. She's undecided. I said, all right, so bet. Take That's a fi- year yeah. off. That's fine. 
Yeah, and, and don't stop. don't waste and, and, money yeah. and time right now. And like, for the parents, and that. for the parents that aren't satisfied when you take a year off, like be more understanding they're to what's what, what's really happening to your children, what's really happening to this generation. I think they're a little more understanding now that Generation Z is coming up than they were with the millennials of the 07 to 0, you know 2010, mm-hmm. because they're seeing the effects of what's happening to us. So now with Generation Z, the parents are more so like, you know what? If that's not what you want to do. You know the content that they're giving them now is a, is so much more better than what we had, which I is I'm kind of jealous. I can't agree with because my family they're just they, still, they see what the hell I went through and they still kind of pushing push it. They pushing my brother. He's in his fifth year at Rutgers. They pushing my sister. She's undecided so, and they still pushing. I was like, y'all about to waste money then. So she don't know what you want to do. Who the fuck's idea was it? Who's who the fuck told us that this was success? Who the fuck told it's us that this dream, you? Bro. Huh? It's the, it was the, it's, it's part of the American dream, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, who the fuck school, told us you that this was You go to college, was, yeah. you get a job, fresh out, you have your money, you have your but car. But you the standards got higher. Nothing. Exactly. It, it was the it high kept, school yeah. diploma. It mm-hmm. kept growing. Then it was like the bachelor's. Yep. Now it's the master's. Yep. Now it's the master's, master's. Now PhD, it's a degree. PhD. It's a doctor's. It's <laughs> yeah, like the PhD. It's keep going up. And as you notice, your pockets are getting deeper and deeper. And exactly. then when you come out of this That's shit. That's the scam. And when you come out of this shit, they say, oh, yeah. We own you, nigga. We own you. We want, we want twenty percent of any any job you ever got. We want fifteen, twenty yes, exactly. percent. Then Obama pay off his debt back. when he became president. That's crazy, right? We he was already you, he was a senator and he still had debt. That's paying, crazy. I'm paying, I'm paying this shit off for damn near the rest of my life. These loan services. I got. Man, a, I'm in a relationship bro. now. Yo, my mom actually oh. found out something she was paying off. One, I don't know how it was in, even in her name was a scam. So she's waiting to get money back. That shit right. crazy. Like so how the fuck? Because they add interest rates. They give you the high yeah. interest rates. And, and if you you're not disputing this shit, that's exactly. that. And that comes with financial and literacy. And that too. No if one taught us that you're shit. You're not disputing any of this shit or deferring to any of this shit. It's sitting. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. It's sitting there. It's piling up. The, like you said, smooth. The interest rates are piling. Now you're fucked. Then they tell you, you when this shit is too hot, they yeah. tell you, oh, put it in the forbearance. Now they add more interest to you. Yeah. Talk, talk shit to is accruing and shit No like one, they, I feel like high schools, for those, like, for people that really want to go to college should have, like, classes based on financial aid and, like, how it works. You said they should? They should. I, I definitely no agree. one told me and about that And that should shit. be... That should be required. That yeah, shouldn't be like, that like should if you, definitely you if you required. if you're a criminal justice major, that should be a requirement class. But they're never gonna teach us that. No. We have to like that's, that's the shit that game. anything that anything you have to ask for, you have to wonder why you have to ask for it. And think about that in life. That's the life goal for today. I've been giving out a lot of goals for the past two episodes. Anything you have to ask for in life, ask yourself why do I have to ask for it, guys? It's the reason that you have to ask for it. This is an information that they're just willingly giving out. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm very pleased with the result. I had a a lot of college networking experiences. I met friends through, I went to Bethune-Cookman University. I still have long-lasting Florida friends. I went to NJCU. I still have friends there. Mm -hmm. Smooth went to Dell State. I know some of Smooth friends. You know what I'm saying? So, it's kind of like networking is always important. And and, and like I said, with G and Benson, I'm always always constantly learning from their podcast. And I'm listening to their shit like, this shit dope. I don't want to sound exactly like them, but how can I make our shit better? Mm -hmm. How can, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm not comparing us at all. I'm just saying like, how can I, I'm listening to these 
these, you know, different platforms and just just different people that I know, and I'm applying that shit to us. And that's what I mean by, you know, just taking every, you know, taking the goal and making it your own. You know what I'm saying? Taking a little a piece of everyone. And you can be inspired by other people. Yeah, there's nothing so, wrong with yeah. that. I feel like everyone's always inspired so, by someone else. But my the point I'm trying to get to now is well, my question more so is like, you guys would you guys have done anything different other than, you know, be a little more conscious of that but hindsight is 2020 so in ninth at 19 i don't think you guys would have been conscious but other than that would you guys have done anything differently definitely um, even jokingly if you want to just throw a joke out there like <laughs> no, i probably I would have fucked the professor or two like honestly <laughs> like um try me, to smash the dean <laughs> but, but for me it was like as far as school i, I think i would have took a lot of the, the classes that weren't a part of my my curriculum the, the core yeah. classes more seriously yeah because i feel like that's what set me for back because me i, I kind of did a lot of things like the way that I that I thought I should have, like I, I was the president of the criminal justice club. I joined Noble. I joined all these clubs. Went to all these networking events, but meet with these FBI agents, the DEA agents, and all that stuff. So I felt like I did a lot. And as far as networking, like I really made the most of my college experience. Like I, I would, I was, I was, I was. You know I mean, bullshitting a lot, uh-huh. but I also so hated my I. studies. You know. Okay. Yeah. So I felt like. They left out some information for me when I was going to graduate. Like, nigga, you need two years of experience or you needed to be like, you needed something more mm-hmm. than what you did in, in college to, to get in, get your foot in the door. Just to take the test, though. Not even not even get me to interview or not. not just to take the test and, and get qualified for the shit. You need more, yeah. you know? So. I would have definitely done more. I mean, but at the time, I feel like I was doing it all. I was the only one working at Oprah Magazine. I was the only one working at Elle Magazine. Doing shit like that. Like, I feel like I did a lot. Like, my last two years were, like, really, really tiring. Like, I was, my school's basically by train. So, every three days out of the week, I'm here up at 5, 36 o'clock to catch the train, go to New York, work my ass off at this fucking internship, re- listening to, I had to transcript interviews, which is you listen, and you got to write everything that they said. Uh-huh. Doing stuff like that. Like, yeah. really tedious, stupid shit like that. And then coming back, going straight to a night class, which is usually three hours. So I felt like with me, it's like I don't, I don't know how I would do it differently because I felt like I did exactly what I was supposed to do. And I had credible names like Oprah, my nigga. Big name. Exactly. And Ooh, I made sure I did the big names. names. She just said, hey, Sue, you said that name. Yo, pick that up, my nigga. Pick that up. Like, what's up with you? Put some emphasis on that. Bro. All right, we're good. No, seriously. Like, I just felt like I really did what I was supposed to do. And I don't know. I just honestly could have just not went to school and just ended up probably in the same predicament. Shit my way. I was I was uh, producing poetry workshops. It, even at Cookman, I was always involved on in the poetry scene. And then when I went to NJCU, I took it to another level where I was producing poetry workshops. I was in the programs. You know what I'm saying? You know, your so Shakespeare I, shit. Yeah, I, like I was I was heading it. I wasn't heading it, but I was a part of it. My name was there. I was, you know, because I was trying to get more people involved with the writing process, letting them know that everything we do is spoken word. Spoken word isn't just the life of the wife is ended by the like that's not just spoken like everything we do is spoken word now. Yeah, like so I'm trying to get people in tune with that. We're all poets, we're all artists. It, everyone can write. Stop sitting. I, I, you know, I used to. That would used to be my spirit. That used oh, yeah. to be how I introduced I definitely get it. Definitely like, in my bag. Yeah, like everyone can write. You know what I'm saying? Stop feeling. And that's why I'm so happy now. Well, I'm kind of sad because it's like niggas' ass. But I'm just like every like in the early '80s and '90s, people used to feel like, nah, I can't rap. I can't do that. I can't do what Rakim do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then they start realizing like, ah, right, but I could do what Master P do. 
You know, so it took us to never it took us to another another level. Master P took his street mind and business mind, applied that shit like I can't do what Rakim do, but I could do it this way, and made his money. Mm-hmm. So it's like I feel as though as long as you can as long as you can articulate yourself, put your words together, you're always gonna be able to make money. And that was always my spill. That was always what I taught people. So I always wanted to give this guidance, so I was always doing that. But it's like you said, smooth. It was like you, y'all, y'all. I used to always see the meme that was like, uh, when you in the club, and, and when you in the club at 11:58, and you realize you got a blackboard exam due at 12, you know, 12 <laughs> o'clock, and it's like, oh shit, like. Word, I, I, I used to real. stay doing that. Ain't yeah, nothing, that ain't, was ain't, real. <laughs> Like, Nigga, man, give a fucking quiz summer. At 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> summer, I'm, summer. If you listening, summer's my older sister. Summer, if you listening, if you ever been sick from '09 to 2012, it's because of me. I've wished illness. I've, I've spoken illness on you so many times. Yo, I'm sorry. My sister in Atlanta, she just got sick. Um, can I get a deadline extension? <laughs> Cause I'm in a club, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's cause so I'm funny. not applying myself. It was always party now, study later. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's, that that's, that's I'm not times. saying nothing that nobody has heard, or you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not saying anything that's like life shocking. Mm-hmm. It's just more relatable when it's joke. But yeah, like, shit, yo, my sister sick. My I told, oh, I called my mother one time. I got, they sent, they put me on probation one time. I called my mother like, yo, they just stabbed my man. <laughs> you know? But no, they really did stab him. They did stab him. They did stab what? my boy at the club. In the, it was called Club Arena. They just stabbed my man. But uh, I ain't go to class for a week. Yo, I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I mean, you know, just excuses. My, I made a lot of excuses. <laughs> that was my yo. main point. I made a lot of excuses, yo. Yo, like, I really used to leave class if it was nothing being taught. Like, what happened? I'm like, oh, are we going over some? All right, I'm out, bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> especially, rack, especially dog. when it was ain't no test and quiz. <laughs> All right, bro. When I felt like, cause, cause we, cause we got trained in our minds. Like, I'm paying for, I'm paying for this. Mm-hmm. Especially when it wasn't important. Hey, nigga, the, oh, the professor lecturing. This a lec, nah, nigga. This a lecture. I'm out, yeah, my nigga. I'll just I'm go not. read the chapter myself. Yeah, I go read chapter seventeen myself, nigga. I don't want to hear what he talking hey, about. But he might have been kicked. He might have been kicking some shit we needed to hear. Nah, but in de- Rakia's defense, she said, oh, this nigga wanted to talk about was the Eagles. So right. it's kind of like, and I'm I not going a, to a lecture um, to hear this nigga talk about the Eagles when I could go read chapter 17 myself. I had a <laughs> class about ethics, and basically, like, he wasn't with, you know, people having their own opinion. It was like we had to go by his ethics or his morals. And I was like, nigga, you got me fucked up. Like, why would I sit through this three-hour class? And then you <laughs> quiz us on, on something that's very opinionated. And basically, our answers are wrong because it's not how you said it. Like, yeah. what? Hey, That's yo. the type of shit that would piss me off. I used to look at college. people's schedules like, yo, what the fuck class they got you taking? Like, one of my boys <laughs> had a class called Safety and Sanitation. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Garbage class, nigga. <laughs> like, what? Like, why the fuck are you taking some too. shit like that? Like, why are you taking Safety Listen. and Sanitation, my nigga? What the fuck does that have to do with anything? So... I'm all tying this together. I might go on a tangent, but it all ties in, right? So my, my boy Ski calls me last week. And that uh, my boy Ski calls me last week, and he was like, yo, I just wanted to let you know I was listening. He, You know, he had some jokes about what I said about, like, Gucci belts and shit like that. He was like, I was listening. Now, I mean, that shit definitely need to be heard. So shout out to my boy Ski. But Ski never went to college. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to put Ski business out there. But Ski never wanted to go to school. Ski was on the block. So for Ski, it was kind of like, like, even listening to this now, it may he may not need to hear this. But... At the same time, it's like, you see what we went through, my nigga. So now it's kind of like, I'm not saying that you were right for choosing your path. 
But now that kind of lets you know that you're headed in the right direction, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you chose your own path and you didn't, you know, you didn't live by the standards of what your parents told you to do and school was this. He made he chose his path early on in life. And where it took him now, he's content with where he is now. He wants to be better, but he's good with where he is. Mm-hmm. So I say that to I say that to say teens, you know, if we can all do it again, I think that we probably most of us wouldn't have went to college and some of us may have. Or maybe we just have to just would have done we, it we differently. But there's nothing wrong with picking trades, bro. There's nothing wrong with and I, that's what with, with the Killer Mike uh documentary, the killer the trigger one and shit. Mm-hmm. He was saying like, yo, ain't nothing wrong with, you know, sanitation and plumbing and there's nothing wrong with that shit. Right. That's because we as black people told each other, like, yo, you a plumber, my nigga, you ain't shit. Yeah, like, like, yo, it's money in that shit. Exactly. What who the fuck told you I ain't cause the white man made you feel like I ain't shit, right? Mm-hmm. Made you feel like you ain't shit for taking that job. You can pick up a trade, become a plumber, then own your own plumbing business. And not have to do that shit ever again. You exactly. Own it. And, and and hire workers now. I can hire Smooth like, yo, I need you to go 124, go go fix that toilet. Right. Because I'm the boss now. So, and, uh, yeah, that's what that's what uh, Ski was telling. And I brought that up because Ski was saying last week, like, yo, what y'all didn't talk about was how, you know, it's so much emphasis on the Gucci's and the Ferragamos, but so we laugh. So much stock into it. Huh? It's so much stock into it. It's so much stock into it, but we laugh at a nigga if he come in here with shacks, a black-owned business for affordable black people. He just made bank the other day, though. Who, Shaq? No, he has a line in Walmart. I know, but what I'm saying is we laugh at a nigga yeah, if they go weird that shit. Yeah, but now everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'm about to go get Yeah, well, of Walmart's course, because now that, we're, that we're, appeals to us. Because now we're more that. black conscious. We're kind of yeah. like, all right, we're starting, we're getting older. That's one thing about shit. us. Like I said, <laughs> a, 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 like it's growth. Like how we thought at 19, like, yo, you know what I mean? Them Jordans right there, I want them shit. We looking at in our 20s now, like, man, I'm only getting the ones that I want. Other than that, I'm not going to buy them shits. Like. And I'm still not buying no shacks. <laughs> about. I might not buy all the joys that I used to buy, but I ain't buying no fucking shack. But bro. yeah, like, no, but like for cat. kids, like I don't know. I noticed a lot of parents that are like my age. They really be going in on, on the shit at Walmart. Like, yeah. don't sleep on Which Walmart is all of a sudden. Yeah, because they being mindful. They realizing like, yo, I don't got it. Like, I have to, you know, make sense with my purchases and <laughs> shit like that. So everyone has common sense now, sort of. Now that now that we're older. I, I um so that was my main point though that my thing is like we gotta stop we're making fun of each other for not for 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 choosing a path that is basically conducive for their lifestyle and we're making fun of we're making fun of each other for choosing a path that the white people told us was the wrong path mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so it's kind of like why the fuck you know that's that's that whole theory of they're pitting us against each other like they that's that self-hatred in us like they told us that this was the wrong way for so long now they got the fuck out the way we still saying it's the wrong way but we we telling each other this the right way the right way is the wrong way mm-hmm. i know that was kind of like no i got coded. you <laughs> yeah that was a little coded, but yeah I'm so that's I just me funny I, I point back to a time like as soon as i graduated this was like like three months afterwards i'm working at the boys and girls club as a counselor and I seen this dude, and I mean, he like we we I said we grew up together. He's like, yo, you graduated yet? I'm like, yeah. He like, yo, my nigga, you made it. And I'm like, did I? <laughs> because did to I him, that was did a, I? yeah. To to them who didn't do it, that's the success. It is. But it's I mean, an accomplishment. Like we said but before, like graduating college is really like a, accomplishment. Like, it is. Whether we see it as like you know. 
this wasted time is still like a major accomplishment for a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people. So. <laughs> he told you you made this dude. What you <laughs> How'd you feel? Say, nigga, don't you see me right now? I ain't making nowhere. <laughs> you see this blue shirt I'm I got on? I'm though? still at the Boys and Girls Club <laughs> with you, nigga. Club, nigga. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> But I think it's I think it's more so for the future. It's kind of looked at like, all right, you're not where you needed to be now, but be patient. And that's what I was saying about impact. Like, well, I'm so quick on taking the intro. I was, you know, I don't want the entry level job now. No. But at that time, when I was 23 and graduated, it's like, yo, like I didn't want that shit. It's like, nah, nigga, it's not what I came out. It's not what I graduated for. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I refuse. Patience. Like, I can't even. If I take an entry level job, I have to move back in with my parents. Yeah. There's no way I'm doing. And yeah, and that's another thing. Like we had a whole time high when you 28, 27. Still living with mom and dad, and then they got the nerve to tell you, like, yo, when I was 18, I was out. When you was 18, nigga, when you was, was 18, going rent on. was 700, right, nigga, like, for, for a three bedroom, nigga. Now rent for a three bedroom, 1500, one fucking bathroom, the living room, little as hell. Yep. What you your talking about? Is in your bedroom, the kitchen <laughs> is right outside. Fuck, shit. like this shit is crazy. Yeah, so they gentrified everything and fucking everything, fucking Jersey City downtown is 2000 or better. Like shit. Yeah, so. I don't want to hear that. <coughs> so, like, I know my worth. I know, yeah. I know what I should be getting paid so, for certain shit. So, for the uh, for those who did, you know, uh, aspire for the the concept of higher learning, and you know, just and kudos if you did you, get man. your kudos yeah, to kudos you. to you guys. Like all of the listeners, like yo, keep your head up because. We're going to get where we need to be. Millennials, yo, we're going to unite. We got to network with each other, man. We got to mm-hmm. talk to each other. We got to inform each other. Like, if you know something I don't know, you know what put I'm saying? You want to get, put me on, yo. Like, let's let's really inform each other, yo. And the reason I want to inform each other is because the youth is looking up to us. So if I'm misguided and you have the answers, tell me the answers so I can tell my little brother, my nephews, my cousins. Like, let me know so I can inform them of the choices that I made wrong. Mm-hmm. Let's teach each other so that way they can, they like, everything now we're doing now is for the future, to be honest with you. This platform is for the future, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It's fucking early, dog. Huh? It's like eleven thirty. It's not now. even early. You're not no up more. yet. You're not awake. Yeah, like I'm up, up now. Yeah, and I had coffee. So. Right. Any last See, thoughts, y'all guys? Had all this shit. Yeah, I had coffee. I had all that stuff. Coffee <laughs> and what? A Pepsi. That's I asked it. for. Oh, you did, but shoes. Niggas ain't grabbed that. Oh, you was dead ass. You know he was dead ass, but he <laughs> got me <laughs> fucked up. Like my my baby, yeah, my baby's sick right now. I'm not gonna pick all that shit up right now. Like I, I got, you know what I mean? I'm, trying, I'm out here, I'm out here tending to my people, making sure my lady good, making sure the baby people? good. <laughs> nah, nigga, family oh, wow. first. Word, no blue immediate, card. immediate family. Oh, oh, oh look, hey, hey, what was that? Two episodes ago when I asked like, yo, you wanted a brother? That's immediate family. I got brothers, though. But I'm saying, if you would have been like, yeah, you could be a Samson, I'd have been like, all right, I got you. I got you, little brother. But now <laughs> but it's like. I, but you are. No, like, fuck out of here. So I could, be, I could be Travis Samson. Nah, you can't get that Yo, name. you know what? Smooth. As poetic as I am, bro, if I was Travis Samson, I would be bagging so many bitches with that. Oh like, God. that'd be my. Yo, you know, girl, come on, man. You know what Samson is. You see this here, yo? It's my strength, yo. It's my strength, shorty. Just so y'all know. This nigga is capping right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is my strength. Like, this this, this me. Like, you know what I mean? I ain't gonna never let a Delilah hold me down. Shorty, I'm out here. <laughs> so, any last words, guys? Or, you know what I mean? No, we did I do, that I again. do got a cornball award to give out. 
You got a cornball award? Yeah, I got a cornball award to give out. Oh, wait. Also, we didn't say the positive about Cap Steel since Black History Month. Say it one more time. We didn't mention, like, Cap's deal as a positive. Oh, okay. Get, it. get that shit over there. Even though didn't we don't know what it don't is. We don't know what it is, but, like, they have, like, a what you call it. I don't give a fuck about it. That's why I didn't oh, talk really? about it. No, yeah. I mean, I, why, why don't you care about it? Right. Um, If y'all recall, Cap took a knee because of racial injustice in the NFL, and I'm not giving a no, fuck about I, it. I thought it was towards the police brutality. I didn't same think it was thing. Right. It's it all, all That's still racial injustice. That's why he took a knee. He got blackballed out the league, and that was wrong. And he got his money. But they still don't give a fuck about racial injustice and police brutality in the NFL, my nigga. No. All they did was cover that shit up and make it about cap now. But so I, don't, I don't think that his 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 market was towards the audience of the NFL. No, I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm not saying. Well, well I'm just saying I don't care. Smooth like because no, 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 they still that, but, they but, still didn't acknowledge that. Like they still didn't acknowledge like yo, we support black people. We for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Police brutality is wrong. Like they still didn't say that. So therefore, I'm I, yeah, yes, I'm a Giants fan. I still watch the NFL, but I don't give a fuck about Cap getting money. Cause if he go back to the league, you know what I mean, then it's like, for, what was but the I purpose? think he still yeah. continue his fight. But as, also, it's it's a matter of you still gonna take a, a knee. It's, it's a small. That's what you gotta wait to find out. Yeah. What 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 were the what were the details of the settlement? But also, it, I feel like it was a it was a small battle that he won to the big war. You know what I mean? Who's this, like just because just because you you get the NFL behind you doesn't mean it's going to change anything. Mm-hmm. That's still a different thing. But winning a small battle and, and realizing that 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 people are blackballed because Kaepernick wasn't the first person to get blackballed out of the NFL. Yeah, you know. But he just continued his fight and and you know he settled. They, they came to a settlement. We don't know the details of it, but it's a small win for the bigger cause. You know, That's true. just because mm-hmm. you went like like people always say like the NBA. But the NBA, when the NBA did the lockout, they lock like they didn't lock out because of like racial injustice or oh, yeah. when 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 Chris Paul and Melo and them spoke, they they didn't take it. They wasn't sitting down during the national anthem. Kaepernick, what he did was viewed as a wrong in American society. Yeah, they like they kept the white people. Yeah, saying, you he know was like disrespecting the flag. Yeah, they were just they just but they just came out with black shirts. I, I get, with black I get shirts what y'all saying. saying you know? I don't know if you saying it for the audience or you saying it to me, nigga. No, I'm, I'm saying it to the audience. Why am I oh. talking? Why would I be talking to you? <laughs> oh, if, I don't know. Whole I was, audience to talk to. All, 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 all right, my bad. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead. Why, why would I be talking to you? I still don't give a fuck. You look so frazzled. You're just like, what are you talking? No, no, I didn't say what are you talking about. I just wanted to let it be known. Like I hope you're talking to the audience, not me, because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of like I said, is it, everyone has what they what they deem as important to them, you know? Like, so what doesn't matter to you doesn't mean that it doesn't matter to everybody else. It goes you know? back to integrity again. You know, right? what, what you deem yeah. as important, but like I said, I mean, me personally, I'm still gonna watch the NFL. You yeah. know, it is what it is. It's a gladiator sport. It's an entertainment business, bro. Like I mean, we, just the same way you niggas cancel Gucci for three months, you're gonna go back to buying Gucci after three months. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what you what you want to do. At the end of the day, yeah, you're absolutely right, bro. Um, any so last words, kid? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I was just saying. You wanted to get any last thoughts on that cap shit? Uh. Uh-uh. Congratulations, Cap. You got your money. Black <laughs> people, ain't shit changing in NFL, bro. <laughs> Like that that's really that's really my sentiments. I'm happy for you, Cap. You got your money. I'm not happy for us. It wasn't an us thing. You getting your money wasn't an us thing. It was a win for you. Congratulations, bro. You got more money. Black people still it's still police brutality. The NFL still don't give a fuck. One more time. Just for the listeners who didn't hear. Congratulations, <laughs> Cap. Anyway, so um I was listening to uh Undisputed, right? 
And I really wish Shannon was on this fucking episode because Shannon would have said something. And maybe I'm just, like I said, I hate being this guy, but I heard something on Undisputed that pissed me the fuck off. And maybe I'm just like, like I said, as black people, we just, we looking for any little thing and we on your ass. But uh, Michael Rappenpoor was on Undisputed, right? And he had basically said like, uh, you know, he was, they were basically talking about LeBron creating content with Rich Paul and Maverick in the shop and how it was going to be a big episode and they were going to have all these black uh, actors and athletes on there, AD, Jamie Foxx, uh, Von Miller, all these people in this one episode. And then um, basically Michael Rappaport, who already pissed me off earlier this week because he said something about Meek. And y'all know I love yeah, Meek now. Y'all know I love Meek now. I'm a dick rider, man. <laughs> so uh, he, he said something about... He said something about how Meek uh, basically is corny. And, and Meek took the high road and was like, yo, my nigga, you just asked me for a picture like three years ago. Like, right. cut the shit out. So Meek took the high road. But Michael Rappenport basically, uh, he went on his fucking, he went on Undisputed with another co-host. And they basically talked about why they don't like LeBron's show and how it could be better because LeBron, they make the shop look bougie. So I just want to know if I'm wrong for feeling this way before I go on this little rant. Uh, yeah. Let me bump that for y'all real quick. And you know what? I appreciate. Like I appreciate like what that. you said. As a guy who co-owns a barbershop in Detroit, sporty cuts for 16 years. I totally agree that never do you have where everybody's agreeing on the topics. And the other part that comes out of it is how bougie the shop is, or wine drinking. Like, never in my 16 years have we had wine in our barbershop. And, and the this last is supposed thing, to be like a barbershop in the hood. They're drinking right, wine. They're drinking wine out of these fancy glasses. And, the last and they're thing all I getting want, along and laughing, and there's right. no one's arguing, no one's disagreeing. Like that. No, I don't go like that. And I don't want my barbers to have wine before they get to my <laughs> hair, because I don't want True. any mistakes. Shit, I don't want my barber drinking before he come out here either. That nigga already do all, all right, that but shit. Did y'all hear anything wrong with that? Y'all was fine with that little joke he made? It's in the hood? Yeah. Mm. All right, so maybe it's just me and I'm just being that guy again, right? So my issue with that is who the fuck gives you the right to tell us what, what we how it's supposed to go in a black barbershop, yeah, my nigga? Yeah, like that in the Like, you part. ain't never been in a black barbershop, Michael Rappaport. Suck my dick, bro. <laughs> and he probably never gonna hear this episode, but still, like, who the fuck are you to tell us how we supposed to act in black establishments? What we supposed to do? Who the fuck told you that we can't drink wine because that's bougie? Oh, we should be drinking 40s and hennies and beers. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what that's what I felt like he was alluding to. Right. It was bougie because we drinking wine and we want to be upscale and we you know we want to we want to hold our business to a certain light and this how we want to act. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should we should be cursing each other out and arguing in the barbershop. No, nah, nigga, Michael Jordan the best player in the game. Smooth, fuck out of here. What you talking about? Just like you said last week, smooth. Like I rather you know what I mean I rather I rather us you know as long as Larry Bird ain't in there like I'm good with that conversation. I, I agree with that. I never thought of it like that. Like, we pit Jordan and LeBron against each other, but as long as we ain't comparing it to Larry Berg, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? So I felt he was a cornball for that, and I do feel as though he's an ally. I just feel like he's been putting his foot in his mouth lately. Yeah. Like, stop speaking on culture you know nothing about. That was my issue with me. Stop speaking on shit that you know nothing about. Who the fuck invited you to have an opinion on how Meek carries himself, how, how raps. Meek raps? Who the fuck gave you a right, my nigga? Right. You ain't of hip-hop, nigga. You was motherfucking Rennie on higher learning, a fucking skinhead, before we knew you, nigga. We put you in this position. Know your place as an ally. 
and stop telling and, and that that was my thing with the whole Cardi B thing. Like it's a difference between who they want us to be and who they think we are and who we are. And my whole argument with Cardi B last week was that yes, she's herself, but they catapulted her to a success because this is who they think we are and this is who they want us to be mm-hmm. because this sells. They love it when we acting ratchet and we shucking and jiving. Not that Cardi B's always ratchet, but they love that shit because it sells. So basically, you're telling me, you know, th- you know, this shop, th- the shop, that that series ain't for you because, you know, what I'm saying it's not promoting the black people that you used to seeing. It's not promoting the shop that you you think that we we shown you on TV for so many years. So now you think that's the idea of the shop. What was right. that? What was the barbershop where uh or, or the movie where the bitch was fucking the nigga window up? You know what I'm talking about, Smooth? Barbershop too. Yeah, that was Barbershop 2. Oh, it's one of the Barbershop. That was number one, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know, but she was smashing that nigga windows up. Like, mm-hmm. and that it nigga. And it was the wrong car. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing. So, oh, such a such. I forgot <laughs> what the fuck she said his name was. So, Ain't this Michael's car? It's love in Barbershops. <laughs> oh, it's it's, it's male camaraderie in Barbershops. <laughs> it's unity in Barbershops. Yeah, we joke. We, we politic about hip hop, but we ain't at each other's necks. Like, you know what I'm saying? We not in there acting a fool. And who the fuck told you that LeBron was in the hood? This is supposed to be a representation of the hood. That was the the one bar I had a problem with. Like, who the fuck told you that, my nigga? Mm-hmm. What nothing about what LeBron doing that said hood. But so, also, but also, listen to this. Don't let no barber cut your hair if he been drinking. Yo. That's how you get your fucking hair <laughs> no, long. No, I agree with that. You. I agree with that. Look, look but that you wasn't see that one. nigga drinking? You get the fuck out that chair right now. <laughs> you get out that chair right now. You let somebody else go first. I fucking cut the music off to get that old. So I'm giving the Corn Pole Award to fucking Michael <laughs> Rappenport, man. Smooth, you got an outro or you good? Nah, I'm good, man. I'm ready to go eat. <laughs> this is the I Don't Know Who Needs to Hear This Podcast, episode seven. I'm your boy, Goldie Roop, Goldie Fats. I got my main man, Smooth, with me. <laughs> Shout out to our engineer, the real Mo Yen. Uh, Rakia G still here, man. We holding it down. Um... <laughs> My birthday is next week. I don't think I'm coming in, guys. Uh, y'all, if y'all want to hold a podcast down, y'all could do that. I'll let I'll smooth. I'll teach you how to work the aux and shit like that with the music and the playlist. This um. The uh the playlist of the day was uh college dropout. I played that because that was just the theme of how we were feeling. We wanted to get into that just, old yay, yeah. nigga. Not this yeah, new yay. That, that, that old yay. Um, train talk about you. I want to say R.I.P. to uh to Bennett College. It was the only uh female HBCU in North Carolina. They lost their accreditation, and that's another thing. I feel bad for the alumni because yeah, they have their degrees already. But what about those juniors and those seniors who didn't graduate yet, man? Right. It's like, God damn, like now I got to transfer schools, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? The culture's gone, the, the, the school might not carry this credit and that credit. Now I'm there for another year because I may have lost out on eight credits, you know what I'm saying? Yep. God damn, look what they doing to us, bro. Now you transfer to another school, take out another loan. It's the same issue that I had when I motherfucking, um, when I basically switched majors. So now you got to make sure your, your, your credits are appropriated. Yep. Um, that's it, man. Just keep y'all head up. Listen. College graduates, bachelors, masters, you know, PhDs, we were not shitting on y'all, man. We we so proud of y'all. Trust your process. Young man. entrepreneurs, we are so proud of y'all. This is the close of the Black History Month. I just want y'all to know, even if you didn't go to college, I'm proud of you. If you found your way, if you 28, you 27, you didn't go to college, high school, and you, you know, 28,000, 30,000 a year, and that's where you at, and you good, and you want to be better, I'm proud of you. Keep doing what you're doing. You're going to be where you need to be. Word. Pull up, hop out. <laughs> That's it, time, man. man. Be patient, man.
trust your process. Exactly. You know, everyone doesn't run the same race. Life is a marathon. Everybody got different ways to get to where they need to get to at the end of the day. You know, whether you went the college route, whether you didn't, everyone's success story is always different, you know. So don't hang your head on just because someone went another way and you didn't. It's just a matter of how life is, man. Everybody got a different race. And with that being said, this is the I Don't Know Who Needs to Hear This Podcast. I did all that outro shit. I just remembered, so now I'm saying this shit for no reason. Call us up if you want to request. <laughs> the number is one 800 A. Homie, this shit is basic. Welcome to graduation. Good morning. Good morning.